0: Okay, okay, okay. COVID-19. Let's get into it, man. Um a lot of thoughts. Uh definitely a pandemic, a global pandemic, you know what I mean? So I'm mainly thinking about now that's not to downplay anything else that's happened, you know, over time, but for millennials specifically, I feel like this is hands down going to be one of the Biggest and most impactful events to our economy, uh, social interaction, um, even workforce that we will see in our lifetime, millennials, you know, um, it's having a lot of ripple effects, um, across this country, across the world, actually, you know, um, and I don't want to get super deep, super religious, super spiritual, talk about end times and revelations and all that. You know, you heard the stories, You read the book. I know you read the book. You know, but I want to talk about the, the other nuances, you know, socially. What will this do? You know what I mean? Uh, to the day to day. Your workforce. You know what I mean? How are things going to change moving forward? I mean, there's a lot of talk and we can only speculate right now. You know, it's April, early April. You know what I'm saying? So we can only speculate. They say that this month we will see it at its peak. So a lot of interesting things should be coming out. I personally feel like, and I've always said this, I stand by this, this month will determine how the rest of the summer, and I'll go even further to say how the rest of the year is going to pan out for people. I promise you it will. And it's crazy because all the back half of 2019, everybody, all my timelines, all my social medias, everybody, all 2020, the year is the year of clear vision. This is going to be the year that everything changed for me. I'm finna, oh, I'm finna do this. I'm finna, oh, I'm finna do, I'm finna do, I'm finna do. Boom. Then we get COVID 19. Yikes. <laughs> And that's not to say I'm not saying it lightly, you know in a serious tone, it is very serious. I do think people should take the uh government issue social distancing um very seriously. I feel like people should even young people, young and old, alike every culture, every nationality, every ethnic group should take it seriously uh I feel like that's the only way to uh slow this thing down. I don't feel like it was something that God orchestrated i think this is man-made this is um results of something we did um but god does authorize uh essentially meaning that this is something that he's definitely going to use for the upbuilding of his kingdom hands down um but yeah it's really serious and i and i don't take it lightly Uh, i feel like everybody listening right now even has been impacted and if not Will be impacted by COVID 19 in some way, whether it be with your job, somebody in your family, illness, whatever the case may be. So it is serious to every person, not downplaying that. Uh, but what's interesting is how something like this, a virus, um, COVID 19, uh, how it can shake people and systems at its core in a matter of what well, we're talking about days. You know what I mean? So I'm sitting back and I'm looking at things. The first thing I'm thinking is socially. How many times have we took for granted face-to-face interaction with people? You know what I'm saying? Putting that phone down, looking somebody in their eyes, seeing their face. Put, hugging somebody's neck, as your grandma just say, Hug my neck. Hug my neck. Here it, Hug my neck. You know what I'm saying? How many times, yo? I know me personally, I hit up all my family like, yo... Y'all straight, y'all good. And then I have people in my family who are small business owners. We'll talk about that in a few. And it's like, uh, they are not working right now. You know what I'm saying? How they going to eat? That's a big deal. You know what I mean? Um, elderly people, my grandparents, you know, I'm really keeping them lifted up. You know what I'm saying? All we can do is do our part and pray. But it also, all this stuff happened to make me think like, man, I ain't been back home to the Carolina in a minute. I might need to do that. I might need to get on that. Because you never know. This came out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So it makes you really, really think about those times where you could have spent time and didn't. Uh, Now you're on lockdown. You can't even leave the house, let alone the state. You know what I'm saying? So it made me think about all that. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things. It's one of those things. socially, I feel like when this is lifted, if this is in fact lifted by June... And granted, I'm not I don't know how I'm gonna feel about being the first one to just be gung holder, like oh let me get out in the streets and do XYZ. Like I don't know. You might have to let the air circulate, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like I don't know. It's gonna be a crazy summer because people are just being cooped up in the house right now. And it's either we'll talk about it. That's another part of social. Let's talk about relationships. Now we already know. Come on, we already know. We already know ninjas out there shacked up right now. You know what I'm saying? Whatever last place you was, that's where you at right now. Because you can't leave. You know what I'm saying? And you stuck. Tell me that's not God, (laughs) y'all. You know what I'm saying? If you was having problems in your relationship and you leave this lockdown with problems, bro, that's on your neck. (laughs) That's on your neck. You had all day to work that out, bruh. You had all day to work that out, God. You had all day. All you got is time now. Broke on that relationship. You know what I'm saying? If you was working all the time, couldn't spend time with your family, bro, if you leave this quarantine with them same issues, bro, you gotta look in the mirror for that one. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely a time that we can capitalize on. Definitely, especially relationships. It's gonna be a lot of babies. It's a whole nother generation of babies that are gonna come out of this quarantine. <laughs> like, it's going to be a whole generation of kids, the next generation of kids that was born in or conceived in 2020 around the springtime. You feel me? Come on, man. Let's talk about it. Friends, old friends. I was talking to my homeboy. Shout out to my homeboy, Gerald. I was talking to him this morning. Like, yo, bro, you straight down there? You know what I'm saying? And people still have that, that pull to want to get out and do. And I think what that is on a deeper level is control. Especially as adults, especially as adults, because from birth to early childhood to teenage years, you're used to being on lockdown by your parents, adhering to their rules or whatever the case may be. Uh, and then at a certain point, you get older and you sell yourself on the idea that, oh, join! I'm grown. I can do what I want. I can go and I want. I can move what I want. I'm about to grind. I'm finna get this. I'm going to do that so I can have that X, Y, Z. And you start chasing that bread, chasing that dream, that passion. And I'm not knocking it. But somewhere in that, we really believe we in control of how stuff go out here. And one of the main things I think that is going to be widely known. Even more so than people already know now what they have to live with and sit in. Is the fact that we are not in control, bro. We not. We not. Like, think about how... Different your life is. Think about how different your life is right now. Right now. On a very basic level. Very basic level. And we're talking about right now. We're not even talking about the fact that. Once the quarantine is lifted. We still have to live with the fact that this happened this year. So the rest of the year people are going to be catching up. For the rest of the year they're going to be catching up. Bills. People lost their jobs. So now they got a job hunt. You know what I'm saying? People are going to have gaps in their resumes. So we, so now we go into the working force. Let's talk about it. How is that going to affect the working force, the working class, people who got laid off? You know what I'm saying? My old lady, furloughed. You know what I'm saying? How's that going to affect them? You get behind on one bill. If you get behind one pay period, I mean, I know, come on, somebody. I already know somebody done felt that. Just about everybody felt that. You get behind one pay period, it's a wrap you playing catch-up for the rest of the year. And that's just on one bill. That's just utilities. That's just life. Come on, y'all. That's just utilities. Come on, think about it. Come on, really think about it. If you get behind one pay period, it's a wrap for the rest of that year. Now you're talking about all your bills. And a lot of these companies, my people still want their money on the first. Rent is still due on the first. They're like, oh, well, oh, in out of COVID-19, we're doing the best to support uh all of you guys. But you can also still pay online. Come on, yo. Now, what I will say, shout out to Kaiser Permanente. You know, I love my job, Kaiser Permanente. What they're doing for people and just pretty much saying like, hey, if you don't got it right now, we understand. We'll pick this back up whenever all this is over. That I can applaud. That I tip my hat to any organization out there. Salute. Uh, I've been reading. I know Google is doing a lot offering. Uh, I think it was like um, extended PTO or sick days or whatever the case was. I I didn't finish reading the article. Uh, Companies like Amazon, people donating. I give it up. I applaud those companies. But think about the companies. Not every company is doing that. Not every company can do that. Think about those employees gaps in their resume. Now they're going to have to get back on the job hunt if they got let go. All my homeboys back at home. All my homies back in North Carolina. Most of them, a couple of them, got laid off. The hours cut. So they back at the crib trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do with all those people? Just looking on the news this morning, a place like Michigan. You know what I'm saying? Where um, it's, I don't even want to say majority. I think the... I was looking on the news. uh, They were saying like 40% of what's going on down there. And one particular county, I can't even remember it anymore. Uh, But it was 40% African Americans. You know what I'm saying? Now we're talking about something when this is over. That's going to be one of those areas. Because if the state is not pulling in no money, they need assistance from the federal. Or you have another situation where you just got minorities... Well, everybody really, I ain't even going to say minorities, everybody really, but specific to what I was seeing on uh, TV this morning, on CNN this morning with Michigan, you have in that area, primarily African-Americans who now are in a state of poverty uh, and that's only going to, can only turn into one thing. And we already know what that picture looked like. Come on, man. This affects everything. This affects Everything. So that's the working force. Even think about those companies who before COVID-19, they didn't have a work from home or a virtual department at all. They didn't have nothing in place so their employees could work from home. So now when this happens, people are trying to hit the floor real time and create a whole another way of doing business, another way for their employees to work. But it takes time and you still calling people to come into work. Come on, yo. So now moving forward, what this is going to do is going to boom two things. And this is just me thinking out loud. It's just my personal opinion. It's going to do two two things, two major things. This will launch the age of work from home requirement. Every company is going to have a work from home situation set up. They have to. They're going to have to coming out of this. This is going to boom the industry of sound. Listen to what I'm saying. This is going to boom the industry of sound. When social media came over and took over the game, it boomed the industry of video. So, you know, you have social media. People want to see the face on the voice. They want to see everything. Have to have the videos, the 4K, the HD. Everything has to have a video attached to it. Pictures got to be quality. uh. Because before social media, that was very not ta- that It wasn't really tapped into like that. Moving forward, it's going to be sound. I mean, Google Home and, you know, Alexa, all these things. They're really um, focused on marketing the voice, the brand of how something should sound. I mean, that's already been started, but this is going to catapult that even higher. You know what I mean? So it's a trickle effect in the workforce. You know, I pray to God these people who got let go from their jobs, they can either come back or they can find something even better than where they left. Because it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. It's going to be real tight for a lot of people. Come on, let's talk about it. I'm just thinking out loud. Because, you know, my heart goes out to those people. And I, Again, I, I know a couple of people. I know y'all know somebody. I know a couple of people who was hitting the chest with this. But, <sighs> we going to see. Socially, economically, are we looking at another recession? Economists say we already are. It's already solidified. We in another recession. That's going to be interesting. Housing market. They're not going to be taking no risk on people right now. Your credit better be high. (laughs) Credit better be high. Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be real interesting. The rest of the year. I'm telling you. Once this is lifted. People are going to be buckled down. And we'll probably be. Won't turn a whole, I'm thinking a whole nother year, honestly. And that'll just be where people will just be getting back in a place to where they're not playing catch up as hard, but they still gonna be trying to get their life on track. Quote me, I already know it. But on the flip, while people at home, you get to tap into that creative side. All them dreams, all them vision boards you got. Everything you want to start, people in the crib getting busy. It's going to be really interesting what kind of businesses birthed out of this. What kind of projects? What kind of new artists? Come on, yo. Let's talk about it. People at the crib getting busy. Because that's all you know how to do. Especially if you're not working now. You got all this time at the crib. Yo, come on. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be real interesting. And you heard it here first. I'm just thinking out loud. I I, I, I ain't trying to say I'm a prophet or nothing. I'm saying? Say, what do I know? But I do know it's going to be very interesting for the rest of 2020. You heard it here first, man. I'm just trying to tell you what I'm thinking. That's all I'm just trying to tell you what I'm thinking. That's all I'm trying to tell you then what I'm thinking. That's all I'm trying to do. Quote me on it though. It's going to change a lot of things, man. You're going to see. Yo, 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 what up? Ah! I'm back, man. Look. Ah. <sighs> I really, really, really am excited about this episode uh, because I personally feel like this is something people have been talking about for ages, will always talk about jobs. Talk about working at jobs that you hate. I mean, Really? Do we have to say even any more about that? Definitely relatable. So we're going to jump right into it, man. We're going to jump right into it. Jobs you hate, jobs you hate, jobs you hate. Is that good or bad? Uh, My thoughts, if I'm being 100% honest. I And this is just me. This is just me personally. And what do I know, right? Uh, I haven't been on the earth a super long time, right? But I think I've been on it long enough to know at some point you're going to have to come to terms with doing something you don't like. So I don't I will never say out of my mouth that it's a good thing or a bad thing to work at a job that you hate. You know, I can see both sides and there's really no right or wrong for that. It's all relative. Right. So what do I mean? The guy that's working or I'm sorry, the guy or girl that's working at a job. Just because they're trying to make the payments on time, they got bills due, they got responsibilities, you know what I mean? Anything like that, there's nothing wrong with that. And you know what, let me talk about that for a minute because a lot of people, especially on social media, we come into this age where people are dogging people for working a nine to five. You working for the man, you got to get your own sis, all this. Come on, bro, like, let's be realistic Everybody's not a CEO. Everybody's not a business owner. Everybody can't do what it takes to have a successful business, and some people realize that early on, and I applaud anybody who realized that early on. You know what I mean because then you have a whole nother demographic of people who are out here trying to be something that they're not, and it's costing more money, energy, and time to try to be an owner of a business just because everybody else is doing it versus just knowing that's who you are or you have what it takes to do that. You know what I mean? So I'm always going to say salute to anybody who realizes early on, you know, what? I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not an owner. I'm not a, a CEO. And I prefer going in and punching my clock with my guaranteed paycheck. There's nothing wrong with that. And if you working at a job just to pay the bills, what's wrong with that? Aren't we all out here trying to make it? I'm saying for real, because then you have a problem with somebody kicking in doors and robbing or prostituting themselves out. Then that'll be a whole nother conversation. You know what I'm saying? As far as people looking down on that person for doing what they got to do to get their bag. But it's like, what's wrong with the person going to the job just to get a paycheck to pay their bills? Ain't nothing wrong with that. And equally, there's nothing wrong with the person who says they want more for themselves than that. I'm sorry, more for themselves than that. And they're going to do a, go about doing it a different way, which is the entrepreneurship route, small business owner. Etc., cetera, etc., cetera. you know what I mean. So, I'll never say that it's a good or a bad thing, and that's just me personally. Again, what do I know, right? It's just little old me, but that's just how I feel about it, honestly. And I mean, there's pros and cons to both, right? Honestly, there's pros and cons to both. Again, me personally, this is just me personally. I can see the pros and cons on both sides. Again, you're working for that company. Your your check is guaranteed. Your money is guaranteed. You can plan your bills. You can plan your vacations. You can plan trips. You can do your thing. You can live your life. And some people want that security. They've looked into themselves and said, you know what? What's more important or in this phase of my life, right? What's most important is making sure I get my paycheck because I got things I'm trying to do for myself. Hell, they could be working that nine to five and getting that guaranteed paycheck just to fund their business. And they're not going to quit their day job. They're going to do their day job and build their business on the back end until they can supplement it or they can just have two streams of income. You know what I'm saying? So salute to that. That's the pro right there. You know, them benefits, good benefits. You got your job with good benefits and everybody's situation different. You know what I'm saying? People got kids. Some people got kids. They need to pay for daycare. They need to do all these things. All these moving pieces. Some people take care of their relatives. You know what I'm saying? I know homies right now. They got to take care of more people than themselves. Early age. You know what I'm saying? 25, 26. Whatever the case may be. Everybody's situation different. So you got the good pay. You got the good benefits. Hey, that's a pro right there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Me personally, I've kind of done both. I'm kind of doing both. You know what I'm saying? So I see both sides. You know, the pros to having your own business. Yeah, you can make your own hours, but if you're really trying to be successful, you're going to be working all day, all night, seven days a week. Everybody can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You're working for yourself. You can't go on a trip to Vegas. You can't go to Miami, South Beach. You know what I'm saying? You can't turn up every holiday. You can't be celebrating as if you really got it like that. Not Not early on starting off. You have to grow and become more successful so that you can do that early on you may not be able to do that not if you want to be massively successful at your business you know what i'm saying a v- majority of people they really got to scale back you can't go to the mall you can't be buying sections at the club every weekend you know what i'm saying it's going to be the bare necessities you know what i'm saying until you get to a better place and that's you know if you like me and you don't have people in your family don't have money and you didn't get started in your early adulthood with you know, good credit and you know, account that was in your name with money in it. You know, most people, the average person, especially if you middle class and even lower class, you starting from scratch. You know what I'm saying? Not even having all the information to even start a business and know about finances and opening a business account and having business credit. You know what I'm saying? The paperwork, LLCs, corporations and the differences between the two. You know what I'm saying? Um It takes time, it takes money, it takes resources, and everybody doesn't have, you know what I'm saying, or doesn't want to focus their time and energy into that. So I get both sides, you know what I'm saying? Now, what I will say to partner with that, and this is just my next point, what I will say is mental health is important. True story, mental health is important. Real talk, I used to laugh when I would see the commercials on TV about people with depression and anxiety. And this is me just being honest. I was ignorant. I was younger. And honestly, I'm looking at those commercials like, depression ain't no disease. You don't need no medication. Man up. You know what I'm saying? Really making a joke out of that. Not really understanding it was a real thing because I had personally not went through it. And it wasn't until, you know, I grew up, I got a little older and I had my own trials and tribulation that I had to go through just for myself as a man to get to the position I I wanted to get to when I was trying to start doing things on my own and I didn't have a place to stay. And I, you know, it was really hard for me to find a job and then I would have to quit and getting evicted and all that. And anxiety, depression, mental health, that stuff is real. Yo, anxiety, your heart beating out of your chest, panic attacks, all that stuff is very real. So, I just wanted to take this time, you know, shout out to all the people who, um, you know, know that it's real. They're getting the help they need. I'm always encouraging it now in my life, pushing it. Yo, if you will need to go talk to somebody, especially small business owners, especially we just, I mean, coronavirus. Come on, that was a global pandemic. It is a global pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Small business owners got it bad. Some people can't come back from it, and people who have been working for themselves for years have to go get a job and readjust. Yo, mental health is important. Go get that help if you need it. Shout out to mental health, especially in the black community. I know we be against it. We think we can just talk our problems off with our homeboys. We have our own vices or whatever. Listen, go get the help. Go get the help. Yo, it's out there. It's available. But again, just to, uh, I don't want to divvy off the topic there, but just to get back into it, man, that's definitely uh, a kind, you know, working at the nine to five, punching that clock. You know what I'm saying? You got to work for the boss. The boss, say jump. You got to say how high. Uh, it's a lot of politics. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's really working for yourself, too. It's always a game of, you know, networking and, you know, who do you know more so than what do you know and doing what you got to do to get to a position where you can do it all on, on your own. So that's definitely a part of it as well. But, you know, that's to me, that's a big con. You know, I've never been good at, you know, going along to get along. I got to keep it a buck. I got to keep it a rack with everybody, which is probably why I (laughs) typically when I get jobs. I mean, I'm gifted. God has blessed me enough to where when I really, you know, buckled in. I focus on something I can be good at it just because of the amount of work I put in for that one thing and I'll advance in that position or wherever I'm at for that reason. But I've never been advanced in a job because of like you know, who I know and my ability to come in and you know, kiss the kiss the butt of whoever's in charge. You know what I'm saying? That's that's never been my strength. Not to knock anybody who's getting it like that. That's a gift. I personally don't have it. You know what I'm saying? I got to let my integrity and hard work speak for me. and not saying that those people who kiss up aren't doing the same thing or have insanely good networking skills. You know what I'm saying? I get that. That's a skill. But for me, that's a con as well as far as working for that nine to five. Uh you gotta you gotta do the dance, you know what I mean? And hey, don't really like it if I'm being a hundred percent honest. And now, uh moving forward a little bit to kind of segue into my next point. Um I personally I would I would actually venture to say I still struggle with this a little bit. But I used to really, really struggle with deciding, you know, to venture off on my own. Uh, Am I doing the right thing as far as my job? Like, I couldn't find my sweet spot for a minute. I still venture to say I'm still finding it and exploring it. Uh, And the question I will always wrestle with in my head is, is it a lack of faith that I have? And that's what I'm really dealing with. You know, especially because Christians, you know, we got this whole thing to where we like, Oh, yo, you got to have faith, and whoop, 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 this is going to happen, oh, yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying, faith, 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 faith. But it's a difference in, you know, people who actually have faith and they're walking it out, and people who say they got faith, but, faith, but, you know what I'm saying. So I always, I never wanted to be one of the people, you know what I mean, never wanted to be one of the people, right, where it's like, yo, I got faith, but I'm also not moving on this idea that I had because of whatever reason, because then that's really not faith. But at the same time, I know I'm not the only one who struggled with that. You know what I'm saying? So the question will always come. You know what I'm saying? Is that a lack of faith as far as why I can't move forward? Or what's the hold up? Or what what is that fear? Because I know fear, you know what I'm saying? God don't give us a spirit of fear, but, you know, of a conscious mind, power, all that. So I'm like, man, what's the problem? And then I had to come to discover it's not necessary a lack of faith, but it kind of depends on what your faith is in. So the person who's, I know me personally, what I had to realize about myself to kind of give myself some grace, I wasn't, you know, not making different plays because of lack of faith, but I realized that my faith Because of who I am, personally, and it's different for everybody. That's why I say it's relative. It's different. Me, personally, my faith was in, all right, God, you know, I've been doing my thing for so long. I've been out here just making plays, trying to force it, force it. I've wasted money, wasted time, wasted effort, and i burnt myself out. You know what I'm saying? So, my faith is in the fact that I'm not going to make my next play until I know it's orchestrated or authorized by you. So if that means I just got to wait right here where I'm at and just tend to the field that I'm in, that's great. So that's faith. That's technically faith, but it looks different. You know what I'm saying? Because faith ain't always just you out here running, running, running until you get gassed out, till you run out of breath. But faith is also sometimes sitting where you're at, tending to the field you're in, because you understand that what's to come is already it's getting worked on for you as you speak. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of depends on, depends on what you have your faith in. And it also depends on what your faith is guided by morally. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I came to a point where I was like, you know what? If you're really talking about being Christ-like, then you have to surrender all of yourself to God. All of your being, all of your existence, all of your thoughts, ideas, plans, even for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I had security in the things that I have built around myself. My degree in music, my ability to do different things, all these X, Y, Z's, this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? I built faith in that. And I was trying to use that myself to get me to where I want to go. You know what I'm saying? But... Then I had to realize God connected dots. You know what I'm saying? So again, that had to put me in a place where I was like, you know what? Let me dial back a little bit and say, man, what kind of man am I trying to be? Can't say for nobody else but me. I'm trying to do be a Christ follower, not just a Christian. So I got to surrender all of myself. To God, so the plans I may have for myself, what I want to do, what I'm passionate about, God may not want me to go in that direction, or if He do, He may have a way of me getting there—a totally different way than I'm trying to get there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, what is my faith guided by—my own ambition or God's plan for me? And anybody could easily say, "Oh yeah, God's plan for me because He gave me the gifts." But how do you know that? How do you know that's God's plan for you? You been reading? You been reading till you can't no more? Do you read more than you spend time on your social media? You been praying about it? That for real, how do you know? How do you know? And if you don't know, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's why I had to tell myself there's nothing wrong with that. But there's a grace where you are until you figure it out. Yeah I'm saying there's grace for that. There's grace for the uncertainty, there's grace for uh your insecurities, as long as you're praying for God to work in that area, He's doing just that. And the test is how long are you gonna wait? Can't tap out. You know what I'm saying? And that was for me. Like, yo, I was stuck in the same situation for years to the point where I was like, "What well, is this who I'm gonna be, this is this is where I'm at, this is where it's always gonna be. And that may not necessarily even be the case, but I feel like that when you win it But there's grace for where you are right now at the moment. It's grace for that. So you got to stay there. And it's tough. It's hard. It's hard. I'm not going to lie to you. I know it's hard. It's hard for anybody. And I will venture to say if it's not hard, then you ain't doing it right. You ain't got faith like you think you got faith. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that was a mouthful. But really getting to the point of working a job that you hate. Whether that's a good or bad thing, I know everybody in it. Some people decide I'ma go back tomorrow, I'ma quit, I mean I can do I can do this, man, forget this, I'ma can do this but the only thing you're gonna do is substitute your set of issues at your current job for another set of issues at another. So the job is never the problem. It's an internal thing. You know what I'm saying? And it sounds cliche, but it's true. The thing you are ready to walk away from, somebody would kill to have. Now, that doesn't mean you have to stay there because everybody's different. Again, that even that sentence, that's relative, right? But at the same time, I think we do need to have more conversations centered around, look, just because some people quit their job to start their dream business, you don't have to do that. You can keep your day job and work on your business. You can continue to explore. Hell, I'm in my 20s, you know what I'm saying? And that's another reason why I'm out here. Trying whatever I'm naturally good at and just trying to give that back to God. But at the same time, I'm in my 20s. So I'm exploring all options until something stick. And yes, it can get exhausting. But, you know, until God, you know, shake a tree. That's what I got to do. Or that's what I'm deciding to do in this season. You know what I'm saying? And ain't nothing wrong with that. You're going to hit them bumps. You're going to hit them nose. Stuff not going to work. But it's not wasted time. The job that you at is not wasted time. It feel like it may be wasted time. And sometimes it may take you for the rest of your life to understand why you're in a situation that you're in. Why you had to spend three, four years in that bad relationship or at that bad job. And I'm doing air quotes because bad is relative also. Or in that position that you yourself put yourself in. Real talk, the job that I hated the most in my life, before I had it, I prayed for that job. <laughs> That's just crazy. Cause my job before that was worse. You getting paid less than minimum wage. You know what I'm saying? Once you meet your goals, your sales goal, they bumped your pay down to like $2 an hour. And then you got your bonuses based off of the commission. Like, it was way worse than the job that I got now. I was praying for the next play. Got to that next play, and then... Two two years in, I'm praying like, yo, what's up? I need something else. Like, come on, yo. That get exhausting within itself. But again, that's me. That's just relative. Moral of the story, folks, what I'm saying is it's relative, man. Working at a job you hate, hey, only you can decide whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm never going to say it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's relative to the person. It's relative, It's relative. I always say that you got to look at your situation, look at yourself in the mirror and say, what is it that I want for myself and how do I want to go about that? But what you can't escape from is one simple truth. The simple truth is. If you're not in a position to where you can do what you want to do. You're going to have to do what you can do. I'll say it again. If you can't do what you want to do. You got to do what you can do until you can do what you want to do or until what you want to do changes until what you can do. Oh, oh, I just came up with that on the spot. You ain't even know I came up with that. I came up with that on the spot, but look, it's true, though. Real talk, it's true. Um, And see, what's difficult is that's a hard pill to swallow. Like, literally, I had a real fear of what I was able to do. Because, again, I built my life around something that I was good at, that I got a degree in, that I've just been around my whole life, and I get into my adult adulthood, and I haven't been able to apply that to nothing that has brought me money. Done a lot of internships, done a lot of free work, ran all over town with little to no money, spent all my hard-earned money that I barely had to fuel a pipeline dream of mine that kept me spinning in circles, doing a lot of busy work, but not really getting anywhere substantial. So I came to a point where I was like, man, is all this time wasted. Did I have to do all those things for no reason? Because I don't see the fruit from it. What's going on? Like, what's the hold up, God? What's the point? You know what I'm saying? And what am I supposed to do moving forward? Because the jobs that I have in health and wellness and fitness I don't have it. I don't even have a degree in that. So even though I do have a bachelor's degree, I can't even advance in my field unless I go back to school in the medical field. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the industry I work in now. Point being, it's like, yo, I had a real fear of letting go. It's still kind of battle with that. But until I can do what I want to do, I have to do what I can do. And then while I'm in that field, you know, there's grace for that. And that's my message to you. There's grace for where you are. You know, it sounds cliche, but I always turn to God. You know what I'm saying? Crack open that book. The same way you crack open that feed and spend time in it, get lost in it. If you got to, put your phone under your mattress and forget it's there. I'm telling you, first thing in the morning, don't check that phone. And I would venture to say, if you don't even need social media, don't have it, yo. Don't have it. But that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother pod for a whole nother day. Yeah, I'm saying because the distractions are in the air. I'm trying to tell you how hard you're gonna to go to get what you want, but that's another. That's another pot. I ain't gonna hit y'all with that across the face yet today. That's another pod. That's another pod. That's another pod, yo. But as always, I'ma keep it a rack. I'ma keep it a bug. It's my girl. It's your boy. And I'm finna get out of here, man, but y'all stay beautiful, y'all stay live. y'all stay looking up. Got em.